Time to get inspired, develop and improve your yoga knowledge in English. You listen to Your Yoga in English, a podcast for non-native English-speaking yogis that want to practice or teach yoga worldwide. My name is Annie, the founder of Enga Unite, and here to guide you on your way to become the confident, effective and knowledgeable English-speaking yogi you want to be. Hello, how is everyone doing today? I think that today will be mind-blowing. It will be a breakthrough. So we're here today to check in with your mindsets. And I think that for a lot of you, there will be a breakthrough in the way that you're approaching things at the moment. Because time and time again, I hear from yoga teachers that they are postponing their career because they don't feel ready to teach. Let me know, is this you as well? Do you suffer from any thoughts, any limiting beliefs, thought patterns, or really practical things that make you believe that you're not ready? You're not ready to embark on this journey. You're not ready to enter the field. You're not ready because there's a lot of other teachers that are better than you belief, right? It's a limiting belief. The concept of not feeling ready is caused by a negative thought pattern. And that pattern usually is ruled by fears, a lack of confidence, overthinking, or very high expectations of yourself. Now, I want you to go back to the moment that you decided to become a yoga teacher. Because there will be a reason for it. There's a reason that you wanted to do a yoga teacher training. There's a reason why you signed up and when you went through all of that, why you wanted to learn the skill to teach yoga. It might be that right now you have forgotten what it is and that you're not ultra clear on it anymore. But I can guarantee that as you gain teaching experience, it will become clearer and clearer and clearer to you. And teaching experience, it allows you to discover what your passions really are, who the people are that you most love working with, the things that you most love to teach, the things that light you up, that get you really excited, that you can't stop talking about. All of those things will give you an answer to your purpose in the field of yoga and also help you to carve out a career path for yourself. So it's time right now to get out of your shell and do the work so that you can pursue the dream of teaching yoga and make teaching yoga what you do for a living. Yeah, so that you can actually live from sharing your passion with the world. So let's start this training today with a few possible reasons why you don't feel ready. In our community, I believe that the reason why mainly links to a lack of confidence. And lack of confidence can be caused by many different things. But lack of confidence is usually caused by one or more of the four things that I'm going to share with you right now. So A reason why you lack confidence and this lack of confidence then causes you to also postpone your career. Number one is that you've just finished yoga teacher training and you feel overwhelmed with 
everything that you've learned and you feel incapable of transmitting that information in a clear and in an authentic way. Could be reason one. Now, yoga teacher trainings, they prepare you to enter the field of yoga. And these trainings cover a little bit of everything from anatomy to history, teaching techniques to philosophy. They are very all round and they provide you with the foundation. But after your yoga teacher training is when you really start So after you finish, it's up to you to do the work and embody this new knowledge. And knowledge is a really great first start, but knowledge only truly becomes valuable the moment that you know how to use it. So in teacher training, most teachers don't get enough teaching practice and there are not enough opportunities to actually practice what you've learned. It can be that you didn't get any feedback, you didn't receive any feedback or not enough feedback. And because all of those things combined, you now feel incapable of teaching. Could be a reason, right? On the flip side, there are people that finish their yoga teacher training very confident and they've learned so much and they're super excited to share all they know about everything with their students. So these teachers, they go to class and they're ready to share the benefits of an asana, its story related to the philosophy or the history of yoga, the emotional elements, physical, mental, spiritual elements, and they overload their students with information. These teachers usually share so much that their students instead feel overwhelmed. And because these classes don't have a very clear structure or not a very clear focus point or a theme, students start to drop out and they don't receive the experience that you expect or that you aimed for with this class, or they didn't receive the experience or the guidance that they needed from you. And that may result in you questioning yourself and wondering what you really needed What is needed in this yoga class? What is most important? And you doubt if you're sharing the right things with them. So teaching everything you know is a beginner's mistake. It's a trap because it's impossible to teach everything you know about a specific asana or even a concept of yoga in one yoga class. Instead, you need to learn how to recognize your students' needs and prioritize specific elements for more concise teaching. So reason number one could be you've just finished yoga teacher training and you feel incapable because you didn't receive enough teaching practice or you didn't receive feedback on your teaching practices. Or it's the other way around that you share too much. You overshare all the things that you know. And for that, your students drop out. And then you get into this cycle to question or doubt yourself. Reason number two is that you don't have enough teaching practice. Now, we spoke about this a little bit already. I've heard many teachers complain that they never learned how to write a sequence or how to put a sequence together. And that they expected to learn more teaching skills in their yoga teacher training. Or they would have liked more teaching practice with others, teaching other people on their training or teaching maybe their own teachers 
and receive feedback from their trainers. I already mentioned that not every training allows for this. So that's not because they don't want to, right? It's not to downgrade your yoga teacher trainings. It is because a 200-hour or a 300-hour yoga teacher training already needs to cover a lot. And with the intention to equip you the best way possible to enter the field of teaching yoga, some teacher trainers prioritize different elements. So again, it's not to downgrade any teacher training, but it's to explain why it's not always possible to receive these teaching practices or receive the teaching practices that you wished for, right? So the problem is here that you get out of your training and you lack confidence to start teaching. And you doubt your sequence makes sense, you doubt your cues are effective, and you fear that your students won't like your classes. Now, most teacher trainers, they encourage you to practice in your own time. But finding opportunities to actually practice requires quite a bit of courage from you to get yourself out there. And I understand that if you already feel unconfident about what you're doing, about what you're teaching, you also feel shy or hesitant to get yourself out there and get all these teaching opportunities. So now you're trapped in a chicken and egg situation. You don't feel ready because you're unconfident about what you're doing, but then knowing then you also know that to gain that confidence, you need to get out there, which is first, right? Chicken or egg situation. So this is a really, really big challenge for many. So number two, not having enough teaching practice doesn't only refer to the actual practical side of it, but also not having developed your sequencing skills, your ways to communicate with your students, the cues and the instructions, And again, receiving feedback on that. And to actually get there, we need to really get ourselves out there. I'm going to come back to this in a moment. Reason number three is comparing yourself, comparing yourself to other yogis or comparing yourself to other yoga teachers. It's only normal to look up to other people's skills, to really admire other people's knowledge, their experience, and their expertise. And I even think that this is a good thing because all of that can be used as inspiration and are a model of what you want to achieve or where you want to get or where you want to be in a few years from now. The downside of comparing yourself to others is that there is a very fine line between looking at people for inspiration and celebrating their successes and looking at people as competition and envy all the great things that they have achieved. Very fine line, inspiration, competition. When you're stuck seeing other people as competition, you're afraid that your students will choose them over you. You may think that you're not as good as them or you disbelieve that you can actually be as successful as these people. And it means that another negative thought pattern kicks in. Now, remember, it's really unfair to compare yourself. And let's say you've got one year of teaching experience 
compare that one year of teaching experience to someone that's doing that for five years or 10 years. It's a really unfair thing to do for yourself. Remember that you're unique and you've got your own skill set and you've got your own experience and your own expertise. And that's not only related to yoga, but also all the other things that you've already lived and that you've built up in your life. Teaching yoga goes beyond the asanas. It's beyond what happens on the mat only, beyond alignment and directions. It's also all the experiences that you've built up and that you can transfer to a yogic lifestyle or to teaching the different things, the elements like the mental attitudes, emotions, listening to the body, understanding how the mind works. So stop comparing yourself to others. I know it's easier said than done, but look at these people as inspiration instead Celebrate their wins, celebrate their successes. Take this as inspiration of where you want to be or what you want to achieve and develop your voice. Discover your passions and use all of that to bring authenticity to your own classes. There is a teacher for every student and there is a student for every teacher. Remember that there's a teacher for every student and there's a student for every teacher. Then number four is the fear of being judged. And fear can also be scared. You're doubtful that people will like you or look at you in a certain way. Honestly, I'm almost surprised by the amount of times that I hear teachers say, I don't have an ideal yoga body or I don't look yoga enough or I'm not as flexible or as strong as all the yoga teachers, and I can't do all the asanas. Any of these thoughts that come to your mind or things that you tell yourself, I don't have an ideal body, ideal yoga body. I don't look yoga enough. I'm not as strong. I'm not as flexible, or I can't do all the asanas. That sentence is almost always finished by, so I can't teach yoga. Is that something that you think too? Honestly, I get really emotional speaking about this. This really breaks my heart. If there's one thing that you've learned as a yoga teacher is that all of these things are myths. They are limiting beliefs. They are expectations that you've put on yourself and they're absolutely untrue. And I would say they're utter bullshit. Excuse my French, but honestly, I need you to realize this. Yoga is a journey of the self. It's a path of discovery. It's a path for you to learn to accept yourself for who you really are, to learn to be compassionate with yourself and embrace your flaws and be proud of who you are, be proud of who you're becoming as well. Imagine you've got a student that comes to your class and says, hey, teacher, I don't have an ideal yoga body, so I'm not coming to class anymore. Or, hey, teacher, I don't think I look yoga enough. I'm not going to practice anymore. Or I'm not as flexible. I'm not as strong as all the other people in my class. Today was my last class with you. What would be your reaction? What would be your reaction if you have a student that compares themselves to others, 
thinks that their body is not good enough to practice yoga and therefore doesn't want to do it anymore. Speak to yourself the way that you speak to your students. Put yourself in your student's shoes and observe what thoughts come to your mind. If you believe that you're not good enough and for whatever reason, you know that this is bullshit. You know it's not true. So remember as well that you're not alone in this. And I believe that most people have a phase where they go through this. They go through having these thoughts, dousing themselves, maybe disbelieving that they are good enough to do what they actually want to do. And your students, they see you as a role model. There are countless of people right now believing that yoga is not for them. And they believe that yoga is not for them because of what they see on Instagram, of what they see on TikTok, of what they see on YouTube. But you can make a difference in this. Make a difference and set an example and show that yoga is for everyone. No matter the way you look, what color your hair is, how flexible you are, what your body type is, show that yoga is so much more than perfectly shaped asanas. It's not the asanas that are important. Yes, it's one of the limbs, one of the eight limbs of yoga. But there are seven other things that are important and so much more than you can teach. Show that yoga is this discovery of the self and show that your journey has helped you to get where you are right now. Show how your journey has shaped and transformed you, because that will also show that you can help your students heal, find peace and accept themselves, embrace themselves, and maybe even explore their own path of finding themselves. Yeah, there's so much more than you can teach. So honestly, it breaks my heart when I hear teachers say things like, I don't have this perfect body. I can't teach all the asanas. It's not true. Really not true. Maybe you don't look like an Instagram model. But how many students look like an Instagram model and want to learn from these? They want to learn from real people because these are real people that need to have that reassurance that they matter to. So to summarize, we're looking at mindset shifts so that you can feel capable teaching yoga. Because when you feel capable, you're ready to get out there and you're ready to serve your students. And remember, these students need you. I promise you, they need you. So the reason why we don't feel capable usually is because of a lack of confidence. And I've mentioned four reasons why that I often see in our community. The first one was you've just finished your yoga teacher training and you're overloaded with information and you don't really know how to gain confidence teaching or you feel incapable of putting a sequence together, you doubt your cues make sense, you doubt your students will like it, and all of that you can overcome by actually doing it. But then I also mentioned, number two, not having enough teaching practice, you're in a bit of a chicken and egg situation. You know that you don't have enough teaching practice, which makes you feel unconfident, but you also know that to gain confidence, you need teaching practice. Remind yourself of that second part. Remind yourself that if you gain more teaching experience, 
You will not only gain more confidence, but you will also discover what you love teaching the most, the people that you love teaching the most, and what it is that you really want to share, what you're most passionate about, so that you can build a sustainable career for yourself. Then number three was comparing yourself to other teachers. Comparing yourself to other teachers and specifically their successes and seeing this as competition, right? So we want to transfer that instead of looking at people and all the things they've achieved as competition or intimidation, look at it as an example. Look at it as inspiration so that you can find out what it is that you want to do in your own way. Because there's a teacher for every student and a student for every teacher. And the last one was the fear to be judged, right? The fear to be judged on your abilities, on your skills, on your knowledge, but most of all, on the way you look or what you're capable of on the yoga mat. Remember that these things are not necessary. They're untrue, extremely ineffective, And as soon as you see that no one is perfect and you don't need to have this perfect body to teach yoga, you will see that your students will benefit from you sharing what you do know. Benefit will also from you sharing your journey, how it has healed you or transformed you so that your students can take you as an example. All of these things are limiting beliefs and they all start with a thought then that thought makes you feel a certain way. Then this feeling, all the thought provokes another thought. And then, boom, you're in this cycle of negative thinking, doubting your skills, and also you're feeding your own insecurities. And it's absolutely not necessary. Now, I noticed that I've been talking for a while already, and I would actually like to share three more things. I realized that there's a lot more that I can say about this. So what I'm going to do now is that I'm leaving you here, and I'm going to give you some time to reflect on this, sit with this, maybe journal about it, analyze your thought patterns, analyze what things go to your mind and how that makes you feel to understand what truly is blocking you from feeling ready. And then next week, I will be back because I'm here every Wednesday. And then next week, I'll be back and I'm going to share with you how to actually get out there, how to get out of the chicken and egg situation so that you can find teaching opportunities, the opportunities that you really want so that you can practice, improve, build confidence and also feel capable. And I'm going to share with you three ways to overcome this limited and negative thinking. Shift your focus on your students instead of on yourself. I hope that this was useful for you. If you have any questions, write in the comments. I do think that this will truly help you not only gain confidence, but really look at all the things that go through your head, the the scenarios that you play in your mind, and look at it with a different perspective. In the meantime, I would love for you to check out our free resources as well. They are there for you to help you with all of this. And we have multiple freebies. There's two quizzes, which are style of teaching voice quiz. 
and what type of yoga business suits you to give you an idea of the business model that would work best for you. We have a 10-tip video series for multilingual yoga teachers to explore the teaching techniques that you use, how to use your voice, how to overcome fears like making mistakes, but also start working on your cueing formulas. And if you're ready to work on the principles of learning to teach yoga in English, I highly recommend that you check out our mini course. The mini course is Teach with Confidence. And this is a three-day mini course with three one-hour-long training to help you learn all the vocabulary that you need to know that matches your teaching voice, work on your cueing formulas, the way that you put together your sentences to communicate direction and movement with your students. And I take you through the six-step process to understand what it really takes to teach yoga in English and build an international career. So check all of those resources out. All of them, except the last one is free. The last one is only $19. So I think it's a really accessible way to make a start. All of the links are in my bio on Instagram and you can find them in the Facebook group as well. Any questions, comments on today's training, send me a message and I hope to see all of you next week. And we're going to elaborate on this a little bit more. I'm going to give you three tricks to reprogram your mindset for a lasting yoga teaching career. Right? Sending you lots of love. Have a great rest of your day. And I will see you next week. Goodbye, everyone. You listen to Your Yoga in English brought to you by Enga Unite, a unique online learning platform for non-native English-speaking yogis. If you liked what you learned today, I would love for you to leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us at Enga Unite. Join the community and become a member of the Teach Yoga in English support group. Check out our continuing education membership that offers you the chance to develop your skills and expertise through self-paced learning and live classes and training. If you want help understanding what you need to improve and create an action plan to achieve the goals that you have for your career as an international yoga teacher, book a free discovery call with me, Annie. You can find all the links in the show notes. This is your time to invest time in your personal and professional development.